Hey y'all, welcome to season two of the podcast. Join me, Christy, and Brittany, and Meg, and Bailey, as we continue to navigate life together. So grab a chair and get comfy, because there's plenty of room at our table. Hey y'all, welcome back to our podcast. Um, We are so happy to have you here with us. Don't forget, you can follow us on all major platforms like Google and Apple. And if you're on those, give us a good like and share. Help us get the word out about our fun little podcast. Help us with the algorithm. You can also follow us on our website, converseandcrowns.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter. That's going to be sent out the first Wednesday of every month. You can also follow us on Instagram, see some fun posts at heyyall underscore the podcast. So, what's the yummies, y'all? Well, by way of courier of my sister-in-law, <laughs> thank you, Reagan. Um, my <laughs> yeah, that's right, our door dasher. <laughs> my mom sent us um, this fun little cake, butternut pineapple cake. Um, very fall like. Very fall. I thought it was butternut squash. I stood corrected. I <laughs> did a little quick research. Hey, tell me what that is, and she basically told me the recipe. So. Um, but yeah, that's what we had. Thank you, Jan. Our moms have been coming in clutch yeah. lately. Yes, they've been loving it. I'll say, as we head into the uh, fall holiday time, yes. you yes. can't just have, you know. Yeah, she said it was like an old handwritten recipe, and she doesn't Those recognize whose handwriting it is. So um, I have never had it. Like, I don't think she's ever made it before. Um I don't know why. I hope that it gets into the rotation. <laughs> My mom is also like very well known to try new recipes only at like clutch time. Right. So when she has like a whole bunch of people coming, that's when she's, she's going to try a new recipe. Okay. She's but not going to try. Turn out? Yeah, usually okay, they do. But well, I'm there. like, you know, this is like, why would you do this? But right. she does it inevitably every time. Like Thanksgiving comes <laughs> yeah. around and she's like. I'm not going to make the dress in this year. I'm going to try these new things. And we're like, no. no she works well <laughs> under pressure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Along uh, with that, give a little plug for the um, blog. I have a series over there. If you like historic or like old recipes like this, um, I call it mystery meals because when my grandmother died, <laughs> when my grandmother died, I inherited her like, wooden box of random like oh yeah, yeah cut yeah. out of the newspaper in, i'm like, sure this is where this was written on the <laughs> back of it did not written on the back of like a bank receipt yes. or something you know one of those and so i literally just stick my hand in pull something out and i make it um because one i was fascinated by this box as a child like i wanted to make everything but of course my parents were like we are not making the random weird recipe on the back of the bank receipt um so i do it now and i have actually found some really good i found some really bad stuff but i found some really good stuff and i don't know it's fun i like old recipes yeah Yeah. i do too yeah yeah i have my grandmother's after she Same. passed away yeah. she had a bell's best cookbook oh, but that yeah. was like oh, the one thing that i wanted yeah. Yeah. yeah and then ended up getting all the um like the box of mm-hmm. the random mm-hmm. like folded yeah. stuff yeah. <coughs> yeah so along the lines of raisin pie today we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> comfort zones um and actually kind of as we were planning out the um i guess topics for the year it's easier to kind of be themed as you head to the holidays. So as we're heading into spooky season, we're talking about like 
fears and things they're afraid of and, and comfort zones are one of those right like I mean your comfort zone being in your comfort zone um, and then having to step out of your comfort zone and you know maybe eat raisin pie um, <laughs> that is you know something that I think you probably are going to struggle with on and off for all of your life this isn't just like a young thing so um a big thing I realized because a few years ago and Meg was definitely there for I think a lot of this she has said she's already two years ago already laughing okay I looked up if you <laughs> were listening <laughs> if you were listening two episodes ago I finally looked it up um it was 2019 it was actually <laughs> so what four years ago as of this this like as of October was when I posted that first book that okay. yeah so four okay. years ago pre-COVID it was pre-COVID but it was literally coming into COVID okay. All right. so anywho so if you count COVID as one year then yes I'm correct two years ago I was reading these books <laughs> anywho so um what I realized though was with your comfort zones a lot of times it's not that your comfort zone is comfortable it's just familiar mm-hmm. right yeah. yes. um and sometimes we are willing to stay where we are uncomfortable because we're afraid of the unknown and the change um when in reality you're gonna be uncomfortable either way you right. might as well change right um so that's kind of what we are going to talk about um so let's start with like this this fear of of comfort zones are you does it bother you to step outside of your comfort zone do you like to push yourself to step outside your like how how do you feel in relationship to your comfort zone i'm a big fan of my comfort zone (laughs) (laughs) 10 out of 10 recommend staying in it (laughs) remember remember that this or that i like everything cozy (laughs) (laughs) that's right yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody likes to yes. step out of a comfort zone. I mean, I guess some people do. Yeah, they, some people like to try yeah. to like push their boundaries and stretch themselves. I'm just so. not one of those people. I have, like, in the last few years, like, right. that has been one of my mm-hmm. very intentional, like, yeah. growth uh-huh. things uh-huh. is, okay, where's the line that you felt comfortable on this side of the line and you feel uncomfortable yes. on that? and it's very calculated for me though. Like it's very much like, is this safe enough or whatever? Right. And then like, I'll tiptoe just like barely to uh-huh. the other side. So, yeah. um, I guess in the last few years you would say I would be one of those people who is like pushing mm-hmm. it, but it's been very intentional. It's not say, something I'd have that's to be yeah. very intentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To do it. But also I know that I'm like a very, my zone, my comfort zone is like probably much tighter than a lot of people's, too. Like I feel like. Yeah. I would say I think it's depending on areas too, and I actually have later, but like your concerns and fears or what bothers you as a comfort zone doesn't have to make sense to other people because there's a whole host of things that mm-hmm. go into why we are uncomfortable in certain mm-hmm. scenarios. Um. And I think, and I was actually having a conversation with someone that I think of as very brave. And they, you know, they talk to everybody and they push the limits of this. And I was talking to them about something and they're like, well, I mean, you know, I'm kind of a shy person. And I was like, dude, what? (laughs) And so we had this conversation and like, 
he views himself that way. And I was like, okay, well, I view you as the brave one. That I'm like, well, he'll do it if nobody else will. You know? And it's because in different scenarios, like if you put me on stage in front of 5,000 students, okay, like I could care less. But if you want me to go across the room and talk to that person, no, Mm -hmm. Mm ma'am. I don't know them, you know? Um, So I think sometimes (laughs) understanding that our comfort zones are... One, not always logical or makes sense to everybody else mm-hmm. is a good, good area. Because I would view Christy as being very brave <laughs> and stretching her comfort zone and yeah. very... Your vacation for one is like, yeah. maybe, maybe yeah. one day I'll be brave enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Speaking of, I just did that again. <laughs> <laughs> Came home on a Friday night. Oh, that looks like a good option. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, see, and that is just, I'm such a plan and think mm-hmm. and yeah. Well, I just, but I, I guess myself out of things. I do that too. I uh-huh. Yeah. You know? But see, I guess that's what I'm saying. Like in the last couple of years, like that's one area that I found the wall. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is comfortable and this is uncomfortable. And so now I know that mm-hmm. about myself. And so like, that's the intentional, you know, toe over the mm-hmm. line it's yeah. fine to do this for a couple of days you'll figure it out right you know there's enough technology there's enough you know like don't be scared to sit at a coffee shop and google on your phone until you figure it out mm-hmm. you know type deal um but like that's one of, like it looks very brave to y'all right. but like it's just one of the things that i've figured out that i can be uncomfortable yeah you know in that i think that's a good like i guess line in the sand of like we or I treat my comfort zones as this is safe, this is unsafe. And that's not true. Like there's some places that I would be absolutely <clears throat> uncomfortable having to do it, but it's not life or death. And if the whole thing just blows up in my face, it'll be fine. Yeah. I yeah. probably won't even have trauma. Well, and that's a good point because I think like even coming to church at Temple and like mm-hmm. getting involved in the class I mean, like the first question you ask or I asked was, okay, like I can go, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I just went to church for a little while and then I was like, all right, researched it, you know, found that there was a class that I could plug into or whatever. And so it was like, am I going to be comfortable there? Mm, no, because I'm not going to know. But like nobody in my world I've heard say goes to this class or whatever. But then my next question was, then will it be safe? You know, so it's like I asked myself, will it be comfortable or uncomfortable first? Mm-hmm. And as long as it's like physically safe, safe yeah, then sure, yeah. go do it, you know, or whatever. <clears throat> like, I mean, my solo trip is not going to be down to Mexico. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Um, so, but some people probably do view it as, is this safe or unsafe mm-hmm. first? Yeah. And then they, Okay, is this comfortable or uncomfortable? Yeah. But like, if you switch it, yeah, that's okay. you know, I'll talk myself into something, then talk myself right back out of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that happened. Yeah, I could see that being a thing too. I yeah. need to do better. <laughs> I was gonna say, and like, I think sometimes we're good at talking ourselves out of it because ultimately we want to. F- find a problem Mm -hmm. if that makes sense oh yeah so that we don't have to fit whatever it is right um because i know i've done that in the past um and something along with that is like for like 
there are comfort zones you have to challenge. Like, you don't have a choice. When the boss comes to you and tells you you've got to make a presentation in front of however many people and you're scared to do public speaking, you better figure it out, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that, yeah. you know. Um, and something that, like, kind of, at least for me, worry has always been worse than the actual once I eventually get to it thing. Yes. Um, and the example I always use is getting my... Um, getting a shot. There was a shot that um, I had to get. And I worried myself sick because I hate needles. Like, I passed out the first time I got my blood taken. Like, all kinds of stuff. And so I made an appointment to get done. I made the appointment so that I could not go home before I had to go get it so that I would not back out when I got home. And um, I decided I was going to pinch myself so that I would focus on that and on the shot. So, of course, I'm not looking at it, and I'm pinching myself while this person's giving me the shot and telling me where I'm pinching myself and pinching myself. I'm like, okay, it's going to start. It's going to start. And she's like, okay, just blah, blah, blah. And I was like, are you done? And she's like, yeah. Never felt the shot. Had a freaking bruise from where I pinched <laughs> myself for like a week. Like, I was like, what did I panic over? And it had been like, I could not sleep because I was so, which I know it's stupid. It's a shot. But I hate needles. I hate them. Um, but the worry was worse than the actual just stepping out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's so many things like that that it's not really that it's even that far outside of our comfort zone. We have just viewed it as that, mm-hmm. if yeah. that makes sense. Well, what, what is it? The devil you know is uh-huh, better, better than, than yeah. the devil you don't know. Yeah. That's like you true. get some people, you know, you just paint this bigger picture mm-hmm. in your head of it. Yeah, that's. But yeah. I mean, I think just like how we talked about with the seasons thing. I mean, every time you step outside of a comfort zone, no matter if it's the same thing, like, but every time you do it, you are creating like this new pathway in your mind uh-huh. that I can do this. So like, even if you're forced in, <clears throat> to stepping outside right. of your comfort zone, like in a position where, hey, you got to give this presentation. It's got to be like this even that like what you learn about that like oh you know people gave me good feedback at the end of that even though I viewed myself as not being able to do this well somebody else viewed me as being able to do it well well if you allow yourself to take that it creates in you like okay you know the next time in a totally different context I can do this again or I can try this again or I can choose the next safest option and sometimes that's literally just like a tiny yes yeah and sometimes it's then like you know leaping over the wall of the zone that you have you know whatever but i think you teach yourself even by small things like once you have it in the bank that you've done it it's yeah it makes it easier for the next time yeah that's a hundred percent yeah and i mean like it's stupid but even like the smallest of things like um (laughs) i laugh because my mom's going to laugh at this story, but, like, when we were in youth group, they would, like, um, like auction us off to, mm-hmm. like, help people in the church, you know, or whatever. And so um, I was cleaning the house of this little old lady. She was a widower at the time. Um, and she cooked lunch for me, which was great. And then at the end of lunch, she brought out this pie that she had made specifically because I was coming that day. And she pulled it out, and it was a strawberry pie. had huge slices of strawberries. Okay, 
I can eat a strawberry now, but like literally could not stand them at the time. And so it was kind of one of those situations where you're just sitting there in front and you're like, okay, this won't kill me. I'm right. not allergic to strawberries. <laughs> right. Like, to it. <laughs> like it's just a preference. Yeah. This is my comfort zone to not eat strawberries because I don't like it. But like at the same time, you're looking at her and you're like, if I step out of this comfort zone and I eat this pie, like what does it do for the next person mm-hmm. versus it's not going to kill me. Like right. this is a safe option, you know, or whatever. And so I literally ate a whole pie, like a whole slice of pie and would like put it in, kind of squish it with my tongue and just like, like you know and like tried my hardest you know not to gag or whatever and um i told her daughter years later i was like she like is the only person i have ever eaten strawberries with like i would never do it i would pick them out you know or whatever um but things like that teach you like different perspectives and help you you know, when you get to those bigger comfort yeah. zones, mm-hmm. you know, or challenging those bigger comfort zones, it teaches you, like, a different way to view that. You right. know, who's the other stakeholder in this? And mm-hmm. by me saying yes to step outside of my comfort zone, am I giving them something? Mm-hmm. Um, and then are they giving me something right. by doing that? You know. Um, I think it, it's almost like pouring into yourself sometimes, too. Yeah. Like, I had a situation I had to fly by myself and I never in a million years would have wanted to fly ever period much less by myself because like what if you go from New Orleans to Chicago and then you're stuck in Chicago Mm -hmm. like what do you do by yourself like that stresses me out but like once you do and then I was like look at me being so (laughs) brave and working this app and like talking to people I don't know and like like that was not it, it almost made me feel like, okay, like, look at you. You can do yeah. you can do hard things, you know. It's almost yeah. like it pumps you up in a way to then go to other things that are hard. Yeah. But, you it's know, a, yeah, still it's not my to, but yeah, yeah, exactly. And so. it's kind of a ripple of, like, that opens up other doors. Yeah. I should say, it's good. Oh, I mean, yeah. Whenever you have that and you, you, you're brave, let's put, uh-huh. it, put it out there. You're brave and you, and you do this outside your comfort zone. Then you have that, and like, okay, I made it through that one, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you could do the next one, yeah. and the next mm-hmm. one. It's like an Ebenezer Stone. I mean, it, yeah. In a way, yeah. You know, I mean, and being and, but <clears throat> being able to look back and see your growth, I think mm-hmm. sometimes it's really, really hard um, to recognize or appreciate how much we've changed and grown. Until we look back and be like, oh, yeah, I used to be, mm-hmm. you know, afraid of X, Y, Z. Or, oh, yeah, I used to, I could never do that. Yeah. Um, the books, they keep making fun of me for thinking I read last year <laughs> when it was 2019. But one of those books um, was called Finding a Date Worth Keeping. And Dr. Cloud, uh, Henry Cloud, who's on Instagram, you can follow him and all, and he's done 9,000 books. But it had all these, basically like it had a promise on the cover that was, if you follow this book and do what it says, then you'll get a date. And I was like, ain't no way you can Challenge accepted. So, so I read it and I got to the end and I was like, sir, I understand how you could get a date from this. No way I would do any of this. Right. Um, but now I was actually talking to somebody about that book not too long ago. And I thought a lot of the stuff now that is in it, that was the quote challenge to go do. Yeah, okay. Like whatever, mm-hmm. like would not buy. And I was like, wow, like I've changed yeah. all. Cause I finished reading that book and I thought, well, I'm going to be alone forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've taken away from yeah. this is that 
but like no all these little little tiny baby steps do make big progress mm-hmm. um i think about how different i mean i think about me 10 years ago mm-hmm. or 15 years ago would have never done some of the things that i do now just every normal. day right. just like, just yeah. Yeah. like never uh-huh. ever if you would have told me hey you'll do xyz i would have been like no i will not you know like <laughs> you but had the wrong person just exactly like how much you just but it's experiences and constantly like you said getting out of your comfort mm-hmm. zone just a little bit and a little bit and a little bit just i don't know it like stops you up or something mm-hmm. and makes you think you can do it but it's the 20 seconds of insane courage yes. like yeah. you don't have to have it all figured out which for me is part of the struggle yeah um like just just take that take step one Mm -hmm. you don't have to take steps one through 28 take take step one well and you don't have to see the end right Right. which is hard yeah but like once you realize you don't have to you don't have to know where this one step is taking you in the end Mm -hmm. you're just looking at does this make me a little bit uncomfortable yes am i still safe yes Mm -hmm. you do it i don't say you know you don't have to like it. No. Like, I think I used to judge it or view it as if I step out of my comfort zone and I'm like, wow, this was terrible <laughs> that I failed. Like, no, right, you no. just did, that's not something you enjoy. But, like, you it did didn't it. kill you. Did you learn from it? Yeah. I mean, like, just think of what do I get out of this, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. not a success and failure yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 Um, well, and then in the Bible, you have, like, characters of the Bible mm-hmm. who literally lived out of yes. their comfort zone their entire mm-hmm. life. Yes. I mean, and that then became their new normal, yes. is to constantly be at the edge of their comfort zone, yeah. you know, or outside the edge of their comfort zone. And that's how they lived, yeah. and that's they how were they were blessed, yeah. and that's why we know them, is yeah. that they walked the outside edge of their comfort zone. Well, and I bet if you really think about the big blessings or the big like monumental moments they probably weren't in your comfort zone no because one we have very small like my mindset and my thoughts and my hopes and my dreams are very small compared to what the lord has purposed for me um but also like that's not greatness doesn't lie within that yeah you know um I don't know. Yeah, like the, like you were saying, always living on the edge of that is, and that changes. Like your comfort zone. Yeah. It's a zone. It yeah. grows. Yeah. It's not like oh, it's always going to be if you get pat. No, like once you cross that border and you face your shot, um, guess what? There's something new yeah. that you have to face, like getting your blood drawn with a bigger needle. Yes. Um. And then you, you've got to figure out how, how to do that, you know? Um, and that's just, that's why I say I don't think it's ever ending. I think you're always mm-hmm. going to be chasing, you know, the, or I hope you are, the edge of the comfort zone. Um, I will say, and this is something I've kind of learned as we've gone along, is if there is especially a comfort zone that may be, like, not the ever... Everybody hates public speaking. Everybody doesn't want to, you know, things like flights, heights, what, like, that's out of people. But, like, if there's something where you are truly struggling, maybe you need to get the root of that issue. Like, why is your comfort zone so small or so wrapped up there? Because there may be something, trauma, 
misunderstanding, whatever that you need to deal with. Mm -hmm. And that was something I just kind of thought it was like a, you just gotta work harder mm -hmm. to get past that comfort zone. And it wasn't a comfort zone. It was more like, you know, border patrol mm -hmm. with like razor wire and stuff. Um, so you have to deal with that, you know? And I think that's something we're all about telling people to like stretch and grow and do something that makes you scared without being like, but also deal with the junk that makes, makes you, you scared. scared. That, yeah. yeah. So that's just a little PSA for a little life advice. Um, how have you seen or how in the past has your comfort zone been stretched? I mean, I think just in relationships, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I think I've said it to y'all before, but, um, and I think even on here, but like once I got to the Bible fellowship, then there was a Christmas party mm -hmm. that like, <laughs> I sort of kind of knew whose house it was at. And she was a therapist also. So we just had just one little thing in common. Um, and so I was like, uh, okay. Like, I'll go to that. It's at her house. Like, bottom line is I know that I've got something in common that I can talk to somebody about. And it's, it's safe. It's not going to kill me, you know, type <laughs> deal. Um, and so I went, and then I met y'all. Um, and I think because of I decided to put myself out of the comfort zone. Y'all kind of were like, oh. Yeah. Th then you noticed me, more right, or less. Right. This is why you're the brave one. Yeah. Because I would have never gone to that Christmas party yeah. by myself. But, yeah. I mean, you know, it, like, you have to. So but I mean, you knowing that, like, okay, I need to make this intentional step. And it's not going to kill me in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Like, because I knew, like, I'm in a different city than I grew up and I'm yeah. like very tied to my hometown community. I know lots of people. I'm very comfortable mm -hmm. down there. Um, but I also live in a different spot. Um, and so it was either not have anybody up here or be brave, Just <laughs> you know, see, find, yeah. find somebody. Yeah. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, the calculation was, okay, I just have some people that I can hang out with, you know, on Sunday mornings and, you know, do Sunday school things with, or maybe I find a new group of friends, you know, like whatever. Right. So, I mean, either way is not a bad thing. So, um, here we are on here our we podcast. Are. <laughs> it's actually five years later. Okay. <laughs> five years. <laughs> Please. Well, speaking of the podcast, like that was a thing out of my comfort yeah. zone. I mean, I still get a little nervous when I get your scripts. <laughs> but, like, I mean, honestly, like, talking about, like, some of these, not that they're, like, hard topics, but, you know, some real topics. Yeah. Um, basically talking to, like, my family, because they're listening. Yeah. yeah. Hi. Um, <laughs> vulnerable. And, and, and other people. Yes, you're very vulnerable, and I, I don't like being vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it feels unsafe mm -hmm. at times. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think for me, one thing that helps me stretch my comfort zones is like knowing you have a group of friends and like family mm -hmm. that support you. You know, like I, I feel like your friends sometimes see the best in you. And if you think, oh, well, I, I can't actually do this. They're like, yeah, you can. Like you've done this, this and that. Like mm -hmm. they kind of like your tribe kind of mm -hmm. helps you they do that. You yeah. And I think like 
for me having that that's a lot of things that I've <laughs> done I think I've been able to do because of my friends that have been like they like hype me up and make me think okay well even if I'm not good <laughs> they'll still be my friends you know yeah, they still think yeah, I'm good at it exactly <laughs> well, and so often like, your tribe sees the reality yes, of you that you can't which say. you can't yeah. and mm-hmm. so I don't know there's just I think that that's something that helps me stretch is when people help me do that like I can't yeah. always make the decision to do it on my own like I might want to but until people mm-hmm. like help me stretch then you know I do it better with people behind me I guess yeah. um so all the more reason because we say this a lot too how important it is to find your circle oh, to absolutely. find the right circle right and as we've mentioned on multiple topics like it, yeah. it truly does make a huge difference yeah. And they can reel you in if you need to be reeled in. And mm-hmm. they can say, hey, this might not be your thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, or they can be like, do it. You know, like, I mean, I just think yeah. it's so important to have yeah. that people that pray for you and people that surround you and people that are able to see in you, like you said, what you don't always see in yourself. So, I don't know. I think um, kind of with that, the like, especially praying for you, the prayer and like the accountability but the prayer of your god-given purpose Mm -hmm. of okay like whatever this opportunity has come up yeah like having a podcast okay lord is this for me okay this really is so if you're even though it's outside my comfort zone if you're telling me to do it you're not just pushing me off the edge of a ledge and going ha 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 as i fall to the ground right like no there there's a purpose behind it even if the purpose is solely to grow and stretch me for mm-hmm. nothing else. Um, that a lot of times is, I don't know, kind of reassuring. Yeah. That, we don't have to do it on our own. Yeah. Like, like I don't understand it, but it's also yeah. not my plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and within that, and this may be more of a me overthinking issue, analysis paralysis. A lot of times that keeps me in my comfort zone where I overthink to the point that I can't make a decision. If I could gold medal in overthinking, (laughs) I would. You got it, huh? I got it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, because you you protect yourself from that Mm -hmm. vulnerability. And so what you do is you lay out all the scenarios how this could go wrong or how it could expose you right well, that's how we were saying like you can talk yourself out it's like oh, into something absolutely. and then right yeah. back out of it yeah absolutely yeah that's but a I think loud it, snap of the microphone mm-hmm. sorry <laughs> <laughs> but i think it is important that you know you analyze and you yeah, al- yeah i mean you won't ever figure out where the edge of your comfort zone is mm-hmm. without that yeah right um my counselor had because obviously I overthink. Um, And she made the comment that so often our weaknesses are kind of the bad versions of things that we're good at. So like I overthink and I'm constantly like can't turn my mind off, but my mind's ability to go 90 miles an hour is also what makes me good in the classroom. Right. What makes me good at being, you know, organized and detail oriented because I can think about like, but because we live in a broken world, that becomes very twisted, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's part of like, so don't beat yourself up over, you know, I just, I can't make a decision. I can't whatever. And you need to decide, is the decision you're making, because I treat 
everything like this. Um, okay, you're deciding between A and B, and you can't decide which one's best. Is like, is this life or death? Like, or is it just if A works out, great. If not, go back and try it. Now, there's some. If you decide you're going up and move to, you know, Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. Then... Don't go there. <laughs> wow. Who even knows that? It's in Canada. It's okay. in a Golden Girls episode. Okay. Is it? They have a Lake Anglin. Uh, um, you should move there. I don't want to live in Canada. Anyway, It's like cold and they have moose. Um, but anywho, um, if you're going to do that, like, yeah, that decision, it's a pretty big decision. But if it's something like, do I take, you know, do I join this committee or not? Do I public speak? Or not? Like, even if you fail miserably, it's probably going to be it's okay. It's going to be all right. Yeah. Um, it's okay to be embarrassed and to embarrass yourself. And I'm trying to convince myself of that That's because I good news. Hate it. <laughs> yeah. Um, me too. But I think a lot of times that's more of my issue with my comfort zone is I don't want to be embarrassed or embarrass myself because of pride. It's pride. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Agreed. Um, well, and I think too sometimes we lay out the A and the B mm-hmm. as these two decisions, but what we don't realize is there we think that that's the decision. Right. It's A or B. But really, there's lots of little decisions mm-hmm. that can be taken to get to A or B. Yeah. Right. And we put all of that weight on us, like, we have to decide between these two. Mm-hmm. Where really, you can just make these small, little, yeah. incremental steps mm-hmm. in the general direction of one versus the other. And if you'll not overanalyze this huge decision, and they don't even have to be huge decisions, like right. moving to another country or something like that. But most times, most decisions have incremental steps that if you just sat down one day and was like, you know, um, you know, which church would I rather go to? Well, you don't have to be trying to figure out, should I go to this church to find a husband or this church? Right. You know, like <laughs> that's the A or the B. But it's yeah. like, okay, which, which one feels more right, right to you right. today? Right. Well, I think this one does because I'm just – like, I don't think I really like this vibe, you right. know? Okay. All right, we'll go. Well, then you're moving in the general direction of right. one or the other. Right. And you're not like having this huge decision that you're having to make, you know, or something like and that. And you can pivot. If yeah. you don't like that church, then switch. Yeah. yeah. But I think, you know, yeah, I think you the so general right. movement like just is move. the thing. Yeah. We put you so are, much stock in yeah. stuff that sometimes isn't that yeah. Yeah. serious. Yeah. Yeah, just moving in the general direction mm-hmm. is sometimes the more brave thing. thing yeah. Or moving in a, a, in, direction. a direction. In a direction. Yeah, because yeah. if you stay in your comfort zone too long, you get complacent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're just sitting on your lily pad island. That's like. right. Well, and like, I mean, truthfully, think, you know, we were talking about being cozy in the last episode. Think about like those days that you just stay in bed. And you watch, whether it's because you're sick, or you've had a headache, or you just don't want to deal with people today. So you stay in bed all day. By the time you get up, you're like, I can't move. Mm -hmm. My body hurts. It's stiff and uncomfortable. And, you know, um, that's how life works. Like, if you stay the Mm -hmm. same when we are meant to move and grow for too long, you are going to be stiff and unhappy. Um, and maybe rooted in the spot that you're in. And yeah. that's going to be a lot harder to pull up those roots. 
just, <laughs> I'm just laughing because I've had to give like a couple of presentations lately at work and one of the big things that in lots of presentations that I use is the little phrase mobility as medicine mm-hmm. and so a lot of times most presentations I'm talking about you know like therapists move people but like nurses should move people you should encourage people to get out of bed when they're sick at the hospital mm-hmm. you know and stuff like that but I mean it really is like yeah. I mean so just moving in some direction and saying some yeses and some no's and you know right makes makes a huge difference it is what keeps you healthy it is what keeps you growing mm-hmm. It is what keeps you in the straight and narrow um, and moving towards the Father. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially if he's the one telling you to, yeah. to go. It's yeah. always, even the unknown is safer than staying with what you understand of God's telling you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can argue with him all you would like about that, and he is still going to be correct because I've tried. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, Anything else about your season? I think, I think too, like, just a reminder, you know, I feel like lately it's been important for me to know that, like, we, we say a lot of times, like, is God speaking to you or is God mm-hmm. saying this to you, you know, or whatever. Like, it's important for me to realize that sometimes it's not, like, God's not speaking directly into that situation mm-hmm. to me. And that's not to say that he doesn't care about it, but there are so many things that God has already said that are just so. And so sometimes some of my decisions should just rely on who God is and how mm-hmm. he typically, mm-hmm. like, his presence is known, you know, or whatever. So it's not like, God, should I do this or this? Right. You would choose the one that is in line with God's right. character. Right. You know, like, his will is is already kind of laid right. out right. there or whatever. Um, and usually you have a piece about whichever, yeah, you know, right. if you're in tune with him, mm-hmm. you, know, right. you have a piece or you feel if you make, start making the decisions that maybe you're not supposed to, you feel more restless and more, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. So, right. But I think sometimes, you know, we talk about like God calls you out of your comfort right. zone. Sometimes it doesn't happen quite like no. that. No. Like sometimes it is just a movement mm-hmm. with, um, or towards his, his character, his characteristic, mm-hmm. you know, like you're choosing the the option that, you know, is more aligned with his, mm-hmm. you know, like if, if you got two jobs, you're choosing a job that is more aligned with him, um, you know, that is full of contentment and peace and mm-hmm. doesn't have dissension or jealousy or, you know, like yeah. that type stuff. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. And I think, we think of leaving your comfort zone or growing your comfort zone or whatever as like this big like run towards this line in the sand that you jump over um when i think a lot of times that's what you're saying little movement little movement and all of a sudden you realize oh i'm i'm there I'm yeah. 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 yeah um <laughs> two weeks ago i wouldn't have done this oh look right. oh gosh right and it's just because that's life yeah. you know because I mean, you're moving towards a yeah. holy yeah, god exactly yeah. Yeah. You're choosing um, holier options mm-hmm. and moving towards him. Yeah. In a healthy space, yeah. Um in the words of that great sage, Coach O'Ryan from the Mighty Ducks Three. <laughs> um <laughs> actually there was um 
I, I show this to my business law class when we talk about contract law. And there's a great quote that he says that when I heard him say, like I saw the movie as a kid, but when I heard him say it as an adult, I was like, wow. And like it impressed on me so much that I put it on my desk so I can see it every day. And he says, don't be careless, but don't be too careful. You can't be afraid to lose. And I thought that is such a good way of viewing your comfort zone. Like, don't be careless. We're not telling you to go out and just be like, woo, whatever. They told me to move to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> moose jaw. They told me there's snowing and moose. <laughs> um, but also, you can't be too careful. Because if you are too careful, you're never going to move. Right. And yeah. if you're afraid of losing every step you take, if win or lose is your priority and your goal, you're going to miss so much more. Mm-hmm. And that's not always what our culture shows. And so, yeah, that's kind of been how I've tried to view my comfort zones now. Don't be careless, but don't be too careful. Yeah, and it's okay to take two steps forward mm-hmm. and one step back. Yeah. Again, I, I think the biggest thing here is that movement, movement. is what you want. Yeah. You're, you're constantly moving towards. Yeah. And everybody's afraid of something. Yeah. The, you know, biggest, burliest man in the world is my brother. He's going to kill me for saying that. My brother is a firefighter at several stations. Um, he is a large man. And um, he is terrified of spiders and locked his like five foot cheerleading coach wife out of the house one night because there was a spider on the door and wouldn't let her back in until she killed it, okay? <laughs> he will run in a building and save you, no questions asked. Dive in the water when it's fine. Spiders, he ain't doing. Like everybody's scared of something. Mm-hmm. So it is not just you. And if you ever meet somebody who tells you that they have conquered all their fears, they are lying. So run. Yeah, run. Yeah. So. Yeah. Any other thoughts on our comfort zones? Are we working to stretch them? Always. Right now? I think, I know us four enough to know that we are. Like, I've yeah. seen it. No, maybe not in, like, big, huge, like, I'm going to write it down on a list. But, like... I have seen us working. I need to. I need to work on that. Mm-hmm. I know that's where I'm weak. I know that you know, um, and it's nice to have that accountability yeah. of the trial. I kind of feel like I'm in a spot where I'm being pushed to go outside mm-hmm. of my comfort zone more than it's my decision right. to right. do it. Like there's definitely been times in my life where it's totally my decision right. to grow myself, um, but that happens too, and I yeah. think as long as you recognize that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's part of the moving through seasons, you Mm -hmm. know, type deal. Um, Is that something's pushing, you know, to make that change right now. And that's fine too. Um, But the fact that you can recognize it and you have the maturity and the discernment and the wisdom to kind of recognize what's going on does allow you to make more intentional directional changes Mm -hmm. um, versus just irrational or reactional yeah yeah Yeah. a to b yeah you kind of move from a reactionary standpoint Mm -hmm. to um one that's you know proactive Mm -hmm. more or less yeah you know in 10 years this is where i want to be and so now i'm gonna do these things right um 
and a lot of times we do that in America you you do that and you name like this is the checklist that I want to be in 10 years and so this is why I'm moving out of these seasons where that that shouldn't be the ultimate goal in 10 years I want to be closer to God so right what can I do here? Which direction can I move to get there? To do that. Yeah. So. so we're all going to challenge each other to. I think we do a good job of we that. Really yeah. do. I do. Yeah. I'm not saying we're perfect. I mean, no. close. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And I think we do, like you said, I think we have very honest conversations. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think there's been times where we all go, well, maybe do it this way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, and that's um, what you want. You know, yeah. So I think, I think we do a good job of that. <laughs> and be able to text or yeah. call and say, okay, um, I know that I'm normally doing really good, with this, yeah. but I'm really struggling, <laughs> and I'm yeah. about to, you know, yeah. whatever, yeah. self sabotage. Yeah, and just I need a cheerleader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. and knowing the okay, yeah, yeah, I got it. So, Find your tribe. Okay, so what did we think of the pineapple? It was butternut pineapple cake. Yeah, heaven. Oh, it was so good. It was delicious. We weren't expecting what it like, what it looked like, and what it tasted like. I just, I didn't quite. I wouldn't have known pineapple. It did. But it tasted like a fall cake. And it, it was, was so, so good. good. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I mean, it looked really good. I would have yeah. gotten it at the church potluck uh-huh. for sure. Yeah, definitely. You know? Absolutely. But at the same time, I was like, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> Almost a carrot cakey concept, but without the cream cheese. Because with the pineapple, yeah. that little Yeah, but it was, a, it, was a, it was very moist. It was like The top of it yeah. was almost like the top of a pineapple upside down cake, yeah. but without mm-hmm. the pineapple. It was delicious. Yeah. It was really good. It was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can do that again, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try it again. <laughs> Thanks for tagging along. See y'all later. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.